0: It's not like an entrepreneur is way greater than a small business owner. It's not like a small business owner is way greater than an entrepreneur. Welcome to the found podcast with Molly Knuth, a podcast for women who are founding and getting found with their businesses online. I'm your host, Molly Knuth, and my mission is to help women rewrite how we live and work on our own terms. We want to grow families, impact others for the better, and be a positive force in our communities, but we also want to have a fulfilling life, you know? In the past six years, I've gone from being a stay-at-home mom to a freelance social media marketer to a hashtag boss babe, managing client needs, talented team members, and my husband and four kiddos on our little farm here in Eastern Iowa. And what I've learned in that time is that it's not just about going full force or any one-size-fits-all strategy for a business owner. It takes you leaning into your unique gifts, intuition, and goals, and learning who you are as a person along the way to founding this business. So come along for lessons and stories from female founders growing and scaling their businesses through energetics, tried and true tactics, and high vibe personal growth. Be ready to get found. Before we get into the episode, friend, there's something I wanna share with you. Now, whether you are identified as a small business owner or as an entrepreneur, if you are someone who is a creative, You might be a little bit like me where you love the doing and the creativity that comes with what your business is all about. But when it comes to financial discussions, you're not quite as confident. My friend Sheila Hansen is my secret weapon. She is a CPA and she believes that creatives deserve to understand the money in their business. As a virtual CFO, CPA, and coach, She and her team are your go to for the money side of your business. They understand that you may think you're not good with numbers, but they're here to change that. Others might not take your business as seriously, but they do, and they believe that you deserve to understand your money. Now, I have worked with Sheila in a couple of different capacities, and I truly believe that if you are someone who is feeling out, This concept of outsourcing your bookkeeping or your accounting, the best way to start is with one of Sheila's intensive days. It's an in-depth day for you as the CEO to create a strategic financial plan, and you're not doing it alone. Together, you and Sheila will spend six hours digging into your business numbers and discover the story that they're telling you because, my friend, it is not just about the numbers at face value so much of it is about the money mindset and the thoughts that you have about money and how that impacts the decisions you make. After an intensive day with Sheila, you walk away with an action plan for becoming the confident decision maker that you dreamed you would be. Right now, Sheila has a limited number of intensive days available on the calendar for creative business owners who desire more confidence and more strategy around the financial side of their business. And if this sounds like something you need, I highly suggest that you reach out to Sheila by going to Hansen, that's H-A-N-S-E-N-L-L-C.net and heading over to her services page to get set up for a discovery call. I had an intensive day with Sheila back in October of 2021, and she really helped me so much making big decisions and understanding what my money mindset was telling me was a limit and what was just a story I was telling myself. You guys, I cannot recommend my friend Sheila enough. So anyway, head over HansonLLC.net. Check out her services page and get signed up for one of her intensive days. A limited number of spots are available for 2023, and I'd love to see you get one of them. Happy Small Business Week, my friends. As you know, I love small business. I think small business is what makes America run. It's what we got started with. It's what keeps our small towns and our schools and our local economies thriving. Small business is where it's at. And small business may be small. Maybe you're a solopreneur doing this thing on your own. Maybe you're a freelancer. Maybe you're a service provider. Maybe you're a product-based business. But small business is anything but small. Small businesses have a big impact. And for all of you listening who are small business owners, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Now I'm going to get on my soapbox and I'm going to say, I think it is a travesty that Small Business Appreciation Week happens in that same week where it's Teacher Appreciation Week and it's Nurse Appreciation Week and it's Mother's Day and it's Firefighter Appreciation Day. Now, if anybody has the power over this and they are listening to this podcast, I want to recognize all of these very important people in their own weeks. Ugh. every year when we turn the calendar to May and it's like this week where we fit in all of these people who our lives literally depend on, I'm like, why can't we give these each their own time frame? But anyway, all right, stepping off my soapbox now. In the rest of today's episode, I might be just as spicy. We are bringing some of the hot takes because today's topic is about small business ownership, but it's also about entrepreneurship. And we're breaking down if you are a small business owner or if you are an entrepreneur. Now, you may think these two titles are one in the same. You might be thinking they go hand in hand. A small business owner is an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur is a small business owner. But, my friend, they are not. It all comes down to how you really view yourself how you think about your business at hand, how you operate on the day-to-day that really defines you as either a small business owner or an entrepreneur. And as we dig into today's episode, there are two things that I want to mention. Number one, this has always been something that's kind of confounded me. I really have interchangeably used these words to describe myself and what I've built here at Molly Knuth Media. And I do think that there is kind of a fluidity to it where sometimes you'll find yourself more in the small business camp and other times you'll be more in the entrepreneurial camp. And so don't think that you have to be one or the other or that one is better than the other. There isn't a better, there is just a different and that's okay. Number two, in order to frame this conversation, I'm drawing from an almost 10-year-old article Uh, from Entrepreneur Magazine by Melanie Spring entitled, Are You a Small Business Owner or an Entrepreneur? The Difference is Important. And I really like the way that she framed this around four different concepts so that it's really easy to conceptualize and digest. So as we go through this podcast, I am going to use the concepts that Spring outlined in her article, but we're going to add in a few of my own hot takes and examples to really bring it on home. So those are the two things I wanted to introduce before we got going. So take a moment to think about this yourself. How do you describe who you are and what you do? Do you call yourself a small business owner? Do you call yourself an entrepreneur? Do you, like me, have seasons where you feel like you can really be one or the other? And I want you to keep your mind open as we go through these four concepts. Maybe your mind will change. All right, let's dig in. Number one. So to define the difference between a small business owner and an entrepreneur, I want you to think about this. Small business owners have a great idea while entrepreneurs have big ideas. All right. So again, you're going to see some crossover in these, but just bear with me for a moment. So Small business owners, I really do see these as the people who identify a need in their community or in their market. They know they have a skill set or a method that can address that need, and they know there is an audience out there who needs what they have to sell. A small business owner operates to fill that gap. And one of the big things I think in this concept that defines a small business owner versus an entrepreneur is that when you set up a small business, there is a model that you can follow, a way of setting up this type of business that has worked in the past. So you can take that model, you can give it your own like branding, you can give it your own unique flavor and with your own initiative and with some great customer service, you can really hit the ground running because you've got a proven model you can build from. So let's talk about, like, for example, a boutique owner. Maybe you want to start this boutique because you see that in your community, there is not a boutique that serves the home decor market. Maybe there are children's boutiques or there are men's boutiques or there are women's boutiques, but there aren't a lot of home decor boutiques that have the unique style that you like to bring. So, when you go to open up your storefront or your online storefront, you operate following or modeling yourself after other boutiques that you've seen be successful in the past. Maybe you have friends who have done this before, so you get their um, advice. Maybe you join masterminds or you take a course from Boutique Hub in order to set yourself up for success. But because you have this boutique model to build from, You are what I would define as a small business owner. You are doing your own thing. You are bringing your unique twist to it, but there is a model you can follow. There is a model that you can replicate. There is a niche that you can fill, and so you are a small business owner operating from that place. Now, entrepreneurs, they may be a small business owner too. They might do all of those things, same things, where they see a need in their community. They might have an answer to the problem of their ideal market. They may serve a customer base. But the difference here in this concept between small business owners and entrepreneurs is that entrepreneurs don't just solve that problem. They don't just fill that gap and there. They have additional big vision that this is a stepping stone. this first initial business is a stepping stone to get them to the ultimate goal. The entrepreneurs out there have additional ideas that they want to implement, and these ideas are oftentimes risky. They may not have that model to build from. They may not have proof of concept. They may not have a guarantee that this business will even pay off in the long run but they have this big dream. They have this big vision that serves as their North Star. They know the first step to getting there, but they know that that is simply the season. That is simply the step for this season. And it's not the end goal, okay? So this is a little bit nuanced. It's not like there's a lot of gray in this differentiation of concept one, but small business owners see a need, have a model, can build from that model, and hit the ground running. Entrepreneurs, they have a big vision. They know what the first step is, but they know that this is going to be a multi-phase journey to get to the big vision. And oftentimes this first step does not have a model, does not have proof of concept, but the entrepreneur is going to take it on anyway. So how does this look in real time? And as I talked about, when I was building MKM, there are different times in the history of my business where I have looked more small business-y and where I have looked more entrepreneurial-y. So I would say that in the early days of MKM, back in 2017, I was definitely entrepreneurial because there was in my area, there or sorry, there was not in my area, even very many people or agencies to look to that were doing social media marketing for other businesses. There were a handful and online there were a lot. But when I talked to small business owners in my area, they did not have people they could refer to for help in this social media marketing arena. And so as I was building out MKM, I didn't have a solid model to build from. I was really winging it where I was like, okay, what does a package look like? What does the pricing look like? It was all very wild west where You could set your prices, you could set your packages, and there wasn't too much to go from as far as mentors to look to or a universal kind of, this is how you set up a social media agency format. Now, as we're like six, seven years into the journey, and now that we're in 2023 versus 2017, social media marketing, social media management has come a long way. And there is a whole industry now of freelancers, agencies, and coaches that can really help people who want to get into this industry themselves so that they have a model to follow. And as you'll hear in the concepts to come, I really feel like MKM now looks more like a small business because we see the need in the community. We know we have a skill set. We know what we have to do, how we have to frame these packages, what works and what doesn't. And we don't have to be so risky. We don't have to take so many challenges because there is this whole plethora of information that we can lean on from an industry now, from an industry's perspective, and learn from other people who have tried other things. It's not like I'm out here by myself just building this airplane as I'm flying it. I really can get more information from more places, and I don't have to be quite as risky as I did in the early days. So I do feel like MKM in and of itself now, while it started more as an entrepreneurial endeavor, it it now looks more like a small business. But when I look at myself, Molly, and I look at what am I doing? Where am I going? Who am I becoming? I still feel like myself. I embody that entrepreneurial spirit because I know that I've got MKM and it's running and it's functioning. But as I kind of explained a little bit ago, I know that my big vision that I have, MKM is just the first step to get there. So personally, I identify more as an entrepreneur than a small business owner, but the model of my business now is more of a small business. You guys, I hope you're following this because I know I'm talking in circles here. (laughs) All right. Concept number two, as we're defining small business ownership versus entrepreneurship. Small business owners hold steady. Entrepreneurs love risk. So small business owners like to know what's coming up next. As I talked about with my example from MKM, there is a dependable, repeatable process with margin for profit and with time and consistency that business will keep the small business owner employed and in the mix of the business dealings. So for example, let's go back to our boutique. There is a model, you know how and where to source product and you know how to price your product so that it gives you that margin, that percent increase that allows your business to grow, give yourself and your employees a paycheck and function going forward. Now, I'm really boiling that down. I know it's not as simple as that, but the point is that there have been other boutiques in the past. There have been enough boutiques that have succeeded and enough boutiques that have gone out of business in order to know which model to follow and which things not to do. So a small business can have dependable, repeatable processes. That boutique can go to market seasonally, then purchase their products seasonally. They have a general understanding of what the market is looking for, especially if we're looking for home decor, maybe in the late 2010s, A home decor business might know, oh, we're going to really go with that Magnolia style, that Chip and Joanna Gaines. You know, they've got a lot of media attention right now. A lot of people are putting that shiplap in. And so there is a little bit of market data already available so that you know what to bring into the store. You can get an understanding of how to get that wholesale product and then price it so that you have margin to keep your business running. A small business owner also likes to be that person that is front and center. Maybe they are doing the um, front of store hours uh, at the boutique. Maybe they are making the day-to-day decisions. And so they're really in the mix of how the business functions day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, and year-to-year. An entrepreneur, on the other hand, while they do like to like, have profit, they like to make money too, there's often more risk and more chance and how this business gets built. An entrepreneur likes to listen to that little voice in their head that says, what if we change some things and try this instead? They jump in, they find ways to make these crazy things happen. And now if this is still a little bit like gray for you, I want you to think about like some business owners in your own community. And I think that those entrepreneurial kind of people are the ones that in the small town, like, you know, small town gossip kind of thing, in that grapevine that happens, those entrepreneurs are the ones where people will in passing say, I can't believe they are doing that. Or what do they think they're doing? Like that to me is a definition of an entrepreneur because it's the person who, you know, At face value, from the outside looking in perspective, the risk looks like it greatly outweighs the benefit. It looks like people are taking on unprecedented risk in chancing things, and it's just very uncertain if this is ever going to work out. But the entrepreneur really trusts their intuition. They trust their gut. They see that risk. But they also see that if this works on the other side of that risk is an immense payoff. And it might not just be a monetary payoff. It might be a societal payoff. It might be like changing the order of how things function kind of payoff. Think about like Jeff Bezos, for example. In the beginning of Amazon, you know, he had a very much a small business kind of model. He bought a product, books. He resold them to other people. And he had them like, you know, priced with a margin and he used the internet to help sell those products. But he became entrepreneurial when he said, okay, what if my online bookstore doesn't just sell books? What if we try these other things? And then down the road, he said, what if we can guarantee two day shipping when people pay for an annual membership? And now we see Jeff Bezos definitely entrepreneurial because he's trying all these things with like space and all that stuff. And I also think of someone like Sarah Blakely of Spanx. You know, she is definitely entrepreneurial because she didn't say, oh, you know, I'm going to just like make an underwear line that, you know, can compete with Victoria's Secret or Hanes or Fruit of the Loom. She wasn't just making underwear. She was saying, I see a problem in the market. I see that there is a need for these really um, like smoothing undergarments that aren't constrictive, aren't uncomfortable, and they aren't only accessible at a certain price point. She really saw an opportunity and there was huge risk in that. And again, she continued to be entrepreneurial through the evolution of Spanx as a brand by bringing in different products, by trying out different things, like bringing in bras, bringing in jeans, bringing in work pants. And so it was like entrepreneurially, like there was this desire to see a big vision that wasn't just going to solve a short term problem. It was saying, here's the thing that's going to get me there first, but it's a step towards the big vision of changing how women feel when they dress or changing the way we can shop and get products into our home in Amazon's case. So, small business owners, again, there's not There's not a good or a bad. There's not one is better than the other. It's really a personal thing. Like, If you want to fill a gap in your local community and you know that you're attracted to this boutique concept, you know that you have the skill to do that, and you know that you like to have that dependable, repeatable process that will work, small business ownership is for you and you can do such great things in that small business owner frame. But there are some people listening too who are like, I love that idea of having my own business, but I also know that I'm called to do this other thing. And so that, my friend, might be a clue to you that you have more of that entrepreneurial gene and you're seeing that there's a small business for you right now, but you know that it's a stepping stone to get you to the big thing. So the concept too, small business owners love to have that steady, dependable, repeatable process entrepreneurs have that big vision that a lot of times looks very risky but they're willing to risk it in order to get to the big vision. All right, concept number 3 that can help us distinguish between small business ownership and entrepreneurship. Small business owners have a short-term time frame that they're working in. Entrepreneurs have a long game strategy. Small business owners are, like we talked about in concept two, very involved in the day-to-day, the week-to-week, the month-to-month, the year-to-year. And so the small business owner, while they may look on the calendar and they might be planning for the next season, they are still thinking about the tasks they need to do today to get it done. I know right now where I'm at with MKM, like I said, thinking entrepreneurially in the beginning, I am a small business right now because I am definitely in the tasks. I'm doing the things that need to get done on behalf of our clients on the day-to-day. So MKM is very much, when I think about concept three, MKM is definitely a small business right now because I am thinking about the things. I am being a small business owner. I am involved in the day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month tasks. Each week, these tasks are repeatable. There's a process in place so that we know what needs to get checked off. We know what needs to get done on behalf of the customers and clients. We know what our employees need to do in order to get these goals for our clients and customers. And we as the small business owner have a direct hands-on role in making sure that everything is completed. And whenever that process cycles through, whether it's a daily cycle, a weekly cycle, or a monthly cycle, it starts all over again. So for example, at MKM, we've really been working the last like year or so in getting these dependable, repeatable processes in place. And so I know that the first week of the month, is the first day of the month actually, is when we're doing reporting and billing. It's when we're doing a bulk of content creation for the rest of the month. The second week of the month is where I'm doing the planning for the next month. So we're getting our client content calendars framed out for the next month so they can review, so they can see where we're going, making sure it aligns with their goals. The third week of the month, we're doing some additional content creation. And then that last week of the month is where we are preparing for billing and we're preparing for the turnover of the month. And so we have these dependable, repeatable processes. And we also have systems in place where we're using softwares like ClickUp so that our um, team members can know what's to come, what they're responsible for. We know the role that each person fills. And that's very much from especially this concept three. We're thinking in short bursts. What needs to get done today? What needs to get done this week so that we can do the good things on behalf of our clients and customers. Entrepreneurs are thinking, long game. They may be in the moment right now, but in their heads, they are like six months ahead of here. They have quarterly initiatives. They know where they need to go for the year. They are developing new products. They are researching the market. They are beta testing. They are training team members to do the day-to-day tasks so that the entrepreneur is freed up for that big vision action. The entrepreneur is kind of like the captain of the ship where they see where you ultimately want to go and then they've got a crew to help take on the process of getting there. So much like a pilot of an airplane, they are up front, they are plugging in the numbers, they are doing the navigation. And then in the plane, you've got the flight attendants who are making sure that the passengers are being taken care of. They've got the grounds crew that is helping make sure that the flight is checked and the machinery is ready to go. They've got the people who are loading the luggage or unloading the luggage. They've got the people who are in the control tower. They're surrounded with support. That is definitely an entrepreneurial model. And so the person who is in the driver's seat, the pilot, the captain, the entrepreneur, Their job is to say, here's where we are and here's where we're going and get all of the team to do the things to get where we want to go. Now, small business owners can have a team too, but the difference in my head is that the small business owner is in there doing the work alongside the team. The entrepreneur is out front leading the team. And so when we think about this concept three again, maybe you kind of bridge this small business ownership and entrepreneurship. Maybe in different seasons of your business, you've been in these different models or different camps. And again, not one is better than the other. Now, like I've already already said, I think MKM is definitely in the small business camp when it comes to this concept number three because I'm in here doing the work alongside team members. We are all like taking parts of this on behalf of our clients and customers. Now, there have been times in the past where I've been the entrepreneur, I've been the leader and I've said, hey, here's where we're going and this is what needs to get done. And then I had to pull back from that because in order to be an entrepreneur in this sense for concept three, you have to have a lot, lot, lot of leadership. Whether you have that innate leadership capability or you are working with a leadership coach, It's kind of hard. I think this concept three is the most challenging one for me personally because it takes a lot of delegating. It takes a lot of trust. It takes a lot of time and training and in order to get everybody working in the same direction, it takes a lot of intention. It takes a lot of strategy and it takes a ton of communication time in order for people to see where the entrepreneur is steering this ship or directing this plane to so that everybody knows their role and their part. And just like to be very frank, in 2022, I stood up front in front of our team and I was like, this is where we're going. I'm the CEO. And then throughout the year, I found, oh man, I was really underestimating the leadership that I thought I had and where I needed to be in order to be more entrepreneurial. So I did have to step back. I did have to say, all right, what do we need to do here in order to build this small business model so that it's repeatable, so that it's dependable, so that we know what everybody is responsible for. And I had to totally step back in as that small business owner role. And when you're an entrepreneur, you are out front and you are trusting that everybody else that's on the team is carrying the load to and getting you where you want to go. And again, that starts with the person who is the owner that is the entrepreneur themselves and really deciding How do I want my role in this company to play out and what do I need to do to get there? All right, last concept, concept number four, when we're talking about small business ownership versus entrepreneurship. And this one might be a little challenging. Like I said, it's going to get a little spicy, but there is no good, bad. There is no one is better than the other there's just a difference. So small business owners are very sentimental with their business and they are in it. They're in it. Entrepreneurs, they are focused on the scaling of the business and even selling the business. So let's break that down a little bit. Small business owners are all in. They plan to stay in the business they've built until retirement. They might hand it off down the road to family and a succession plan, but they love being in the business. They love that active role in the day-to-day operations. They love being a key component in the decision-making that carries the business forward and they wouldn't have it any other way. I know here in my hometown, there are so many examples of small businesses where they are family owned and the person who founded it stayed there for decades and then they handed it off to their um, child who then has been there for decades. And it was very much done in a way where it was built so there was a job for each of those people as long as they wanted it. And they took a direct role in making those decisions. They took a direct role in being the forefront, being the face behind the counter, doing the customer service interactions, and they loved it. I mean, you know, there are days when they didn't love it, I'm sure. But They built the business in a way that it kept that small business person-to-person mentality. Entrepreneurs are built just a little different. They are still all in on the business growing and scaling, but the way they build is not so that they have a job from start to finish. They build the business in a way that they get replaced over time. They don't want to have the day-to-day tasks forever, They want to be the leading partner where they're casting that vision, being the pilot, being the captain, but they don't want to have to take on the decision-making all of the time. They want the business to be able to function without them. And then maybe even down the road, they have an exit strategy so that they can sell it or they can retire out of it. And I know that for me personally at MKM, like I said, I've kind of bridged both of these from various times. At the beginning of the business, I know that even though I was kind of entrepreneurial, taking risks and doing things that hadn't previously been done, I really did build it with a small business mindset when it came to this concept number four. I was so sentimental about MKM and I really did talk about it. Like I even said, it's my fifth baby. Like I have four kids and then I've got this business that I have birthed and grown and guided along the way. And I was like hearing people talk about, well, you should have an exit strategy and what if you want to sell someday. And I was like, why would I ever want to do that? I love this so much. And then there have been times more recently where I'm like, oh, I see why some people want to build it differently, where they want to like kind of remove themselves, still have an overseeing the company kind of perspective, still be that managing partner kind of, but they're not doing all the things. Like I could see that. I could see why somebody would do that. And I was thinking, I think with mature, with, well, I shouldn't speak blank because some people start a business with that in mind from the get-go. And I think other people like myself start with that small business ownership mindset. And then over time with maturity, and the maturing of the business you see oh here's how I could do it in an entrepreneurial way and so i think that concept 4 can really be that distinguishing factor are you sentimental are you all in and you don't see yourself ever leaving your business until retirement in that case you're a small business owner or are you building this business so that in you know over some amount of time you get phased out where you still own it but you are not necessarily doing the majority of the tasks. And that is definitely a more entrepreneurial mindset. And when I think about like even previous guests on the podcast, I'm going to direct you back to um, Caroline Rose's interview from March. And I definitely see her like she also has a marketing agency, but she's definitely more of an entrepreneurial mind because when she built that, she shared with us that She operates from the EOS model, which places her in that more managerial role. She's got direct reports underneath her who manage her marketing division or her finance division, things like that. And it's really built in a way that it can scale and that it can function even if she's not there. Whereas if we look at MKM, I operating out of a small business model right now in this regards because I'm in it. I'm still planning to be present in the day to day for the next, whatever phase of season of this business it is. And I've built it in that regard. And so even within industries, even within like the same kind of model, you can have some small business owners in that model and you can have some entrepreneurs in that model. So you might be saying, Molly, why does it even matter? (laughs) Why do I even have to distinguish? And you don't. You absolutely do not. But maybe you, like me in the past, have heard these words get thrown around, small business owner, entrepreneur, and you're like, I think I'm both or I don't know if I'm either. And I think in the long run, especially when we look at this from a small town perspective, like we need a healthy balance of both. We need those small business owners Who are dependable. They are the backbone. They are the people we see and we greet day to day in our daily and weekly and monthly dealings and needs. Those small businesses, like they generate cash that contributes to the economy, that then contributes to our roads and our schools. It helps our events function. And in small towns, we need that. I and I will say, like, small businesses are the backbone, hands down. I also think, though, we need entrepreneurs because we need those people who push out into places unknown that we could not have imagined for ourselves. That looks at times risky and crazy, and we're like, what are they even thinking? But there were times where some of the things that are now commonplace in our modern lives looked very risky. Those entrepreneurs looked like they had just completely thrown caution to the wind and they were taking an unsizable gamble. But because of their entrepreneurial spirit, our lives were forever changed. Think about Amazon, think about Spanx, think about Apple computers, think about the iPhone, think about the internet. It all took people saying, "What if we try this thing? What if we monetize it and we just Go. Apple started because they had a vision of a computer on every desk in every household. And that was the driving factor that kept them going. And entrepreneurs have that big vision, they have that big goal. And we need those entrepreneurs to challenge our current way of thinking, our current way of life, and show us what is possible. We need a healthy balance of both, especially in small towns. So, my final thought is you know, one isn't better than the other. It's not like an entrepreneur is way greater than a small business owner. It's not like a small business owner is way greater than an entrepreneur. Honestly, if your business is like mine, sometimes you bridge that gap. Sometimes it looks more like one or the other. And I don't know. I think that as time passes, we can really see ourselves more clearly. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty, But man, no matter where you find yourselves in either camp of small business ownership or entrepreneurship, it's a journey. It's a wild ride to defining what we're doing and where we're going and the role that it plays in our greater society. And I'm just so proud of everybody who has taken that chance on themselves. Everybody who has seen that there was a spot for them a place in their community or in their market that they could fill with their own unique skills and viewpoint. And I'm just so proud to be part of the small business community this week during small business week and every week. Now, check back next year and I might be like, I'm an entrepreneur, baby. But for right now, I really do think MKM falls in the small business camp. And You know, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear your thoughts. Is your business a small business or is your business an entrepreneurial endeavor? You know, my inbox is always open, molly at com, or you can connect with me on socials at Media or at Knuth underscore MKM. And I would be just so tickled to talk with you about where your business is at right now. All right, my friends, celebrate yourself during Small Business Week, and I will be back just a couple of weeks from now with an incredible interview that you will not want to miss. This one is for the girls out there as I sit down uh, with Jada uh, from Sailor Space. You guys are not going to want to miss that one. And also, like, how are you enjoying this biweekly podcast structure? I love it. I want to know what you think too, but Have a great small business week, and I will be back soon with another fantastic episode of The Found Podcast. Friend, let's talk for a second about your marketing. If you, like me, know that social media is important to your marketing, but you also don't want to have to post every day, I know, I know, I'm a social media marketer, and I'm even saying that but you want to have something that's a little bit more dependable, a little more structured, and something that isn't dependent on an algorithm to get seen. My friend, maybe it's time to check out email marketing. And more specifically, it might be time to check out Flowdesk. Now, friends, I've been in business for multiple years. And in the beginning, I wanted to do email marketing myself. And I tried other email service platforms. I've tried the MailChimp. I've tried the Constant Contact. And you guys, if I'm being like plain and simple, I could just never get them to work. They either didn't deliver or they looked like something I just didn't want to put my name on. They just weren't pretty. And I kid you not, when I was recommended to Flowdesk by a friend, I cried real tears when it took me less than 30 minutes to set up and send my first email. And not only did it actually send, it looked like my brand and my business. Now, when you sign up for Flowdesk, not only do you get access to gorgeous email templates, you also get access to setting up landing pages, You get access to workflows, you know, like those welcome sequences where you get one email after another, after another automatically. You also get access to their beta checkout program, which takes out the need to have a third-party purchasing platform like a Shopify. You can keep it all through Flowdesk. If this sounds intriguing to you and you have been looking for the soulmate match of email service providers for your business. I highly recommend checking out Flowdesk. Head over to flowdesk.com, that's F-L-O-D-E-S-K.com, or head to the show notes and click my exclusive link so that you can save 50% on your subscription. That's flowdesk.com for all of your email marketing needs. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening in to The Found Podcast. If you loved what you heard in today's episode, please head over to The Found Podcast on iTunes or Spotify and leave us a review. It means so much to know how you think about these episodes where I pour out my heart or to know what strategies you found most effective from our guest experts. While you're there, you can also check out that library of hundred plus episodes of stories of female founders and successful strategies for getting found in your business. Thank you again for being here this week. And I'll be back with even more in next week's episode.